Hello and welcome to BlazePod. It's Wednesday the 18th of October. My name is Ben and joining me as always, it is Andrew. How are you doing, mate? Uh, yeah, not too bad, mate. A lot better. We've both been ill, weren't we, last week? We in have. various times, so that's why we didn't have one last week, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not done. People who accused us, well, not accused us, but some mm. people said, like, right, that's you're obviously not, not bothering with the rest of the season. We're not done. We're going to talk about that Fulham game, and we're going to talk about Man United on yeah. Sunday. And then we'll talk about Man United next week as well, even if we lose that game, which we almost certainly will, but never mind. Um, yeah. Yeah, apologies for... Uh, the tardiness of this one um yeah we've both been ill aren't we food poisoning is is absolutely not a fun time <laughs> whatsoever yeah. and uh yeah you've been you've been under the weather as well aren't you but uh, another virus to me the mm. third second this second this year actually someone said actually you've always got viruses you and uh i was gonna like attack him and i thought actually completely spot on but <laughs> yeah um yeah very uh all right, all right i weren't that bad but it wouldn't have made for great podcasting let's just put it that way we're going all the time so. <laughs> well maybe that would have been more palatable than than what yeah. we have to talk about today i had several jokes about uh well let's just say bodily functions in relation to united's performance and uh yeah that's that's pretty accurate to be honest um yeah Went to Craven Cottage and we put in a Craven display. This was uh, this was pretty painful, mate. I mean, we we highlighted yeah. before the Fulham game that this was the this was the moment to show me that United are not the worst team in the Premier League, and uh, they went they went the other way. They they made me think not only are we the worst team in the league, we're the worst team by some distance. Which you know, it was awful. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a brutal watch. I, I put it to you, it was potentially a harder watch than Newcastle at times, although at least I made it till the full-time whistle in this one. <laughs> what do you think? I, they were awful. I, I know what you mean. <clears throat> I think it were, in a way, a harder watch. It were more... I think the Newcastle thing was just a shock and maybe a bit of embarrassment and what have you. This was just a bit depressing because we, were, we got hammered. We got absolutely outplayed by a, a, a really... You know, a poor Premier League side, not a poor side, but a poor Premier League side. You're not going to get. It's like at the beginning of the season, you look at the fixture list and you think, well, follow them away. They're, they're a team you might be able to get a point out of. That's no disrespect to them. You've just got to pick, pick teams out. Um, and we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't lay a glove on them. And it was one of those where, even when we equalised, obviously I was sat with you for this game and we were cheering, obviously, but it wasn't like a come on because there were no momentum and. And I don't know how long did we keep the level, keep them level for six minutes or something yeah, like that. And then, minutes, yeah. yeah, and then it was so it was just, I just thought it were inevitable that they were going to win. And I thought that yeah, I think that's I don't think it was the the worst game will always be that Newcastle game unless we lose by nine 0 in, in another game, which is possible the way we're playing. Um, but yeah, that was the most depressing of the season. I just felt. It just felt over. I don't know if that's ridiculous. So so many games, you know, this early amount of games in, but just a general feeling. I can't I can't shake the emotion, and the emotion is, God, I've got another thirty games or whatever it is of this, and it's done. That's yeah. what I felt like. Yeah, very similar to that last last Premier League season that we uh, we endured. Um, I was hopeful going into this. I, I can't say confident, but hopeful mm. that. You know, we were going to put out close close to our strongest team. All right, we were, we were missing Egan. Obviously, um, he got injured against West Ham, and that that we now know is a a serious injury that's going to keep him out for months. As we, I don't know, mm. we kind of felt that was probably going to be the case at the time. Yeah, uh, still missing George Baldock. Uh, so yeah, who knows when he'll be back? Although hopefully this mm. um, this international break will will buy him a bit of time. 
But other than that, it's it's kind of close to the strongest team we're going to be able to put out. And yeah, we we just got completely outdone in all respects. I mean, you know, we have this this club mantra, don't we? Of uh, what is it? Outrun, outfight, and outplay. Well, like you know, that's what the one of the worst Premier League teams are doing to us quite easily. I mean. I don't. I don't think we have the talent to outplay teams, and we probably can't outrun them either. But we have to at least outfight over the next few mm-hmm. games, you'd think. But we we should have done that on Saturday as well. And I don't know. Maybe maybe we get this stuff in knocked out of us a bit with what happened to Basham, which we'll we'll talk about obviously. Yeah. But yeah. we played an entire half of football there, which obviously went to I think it went to an hour because there was like fourteen minutes of injury time. We had zero shots. Full of my ten. That's yeah. just, I mean, it's just unacceptable. Like, any level of football, really. I, I saw a couple of blades at half time. We met a lot of really good people, by the way, in Fulham. Um, uh, you know, they're really, uh, it's good that, um, I think people sort of, and you, no one got on the backs of the team, I didn't feel, mm. or anything like that. Um, they're even singing Eckingbottom's name. I might get onto the, you know, the, the talk about whether he should go or whatever later on. But, you know, people were behind him and stuff like that. And I think it's, it was good to see that most people are, sort of have a, a good grasp of the situation of why we're as bad as we are. We shouldn't be this bad, but, you know, uh, why, why we're struggling so much. But but I was quite surprised listening to people at the time saying, well, you know, we're still in it, which we were because it was nil-nil. I didn't feel that. I just thought it was a matter of time. And maybe I was just being pessimistic, but I didn't feel that we had... I don't think... I remember they were they were moving the first half we put together. And you were clapping, you were going, brilliant United, and it were offside. <laughs> and you were like saying, well, that's still the best move that we've made. Like, I think we put four or five passes together in their half, and that was as good as it got. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Zero shots, you know, very few sort of attacks. I mean, I think we we obviously discussed this more intensely once we went 1-0 down. But, yeah, we were sort of saying to each other, like, how are we going to have a shot? Like, what is, what is yeah. the plan when we get the ball? And... I don't think there was one. I mean, McBurney was just handled very easily. Archer was completely peripheral. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Hamer ineffective. Souza and Norwood, kind of how I expected it to be, I suppose. Bogle, May, Thomas, not really impressed by him. I thought defence was okay, but they still had so many opportunities, didn't they? I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of surprising. It took them 50-odd minutes to... Um, to take the lead and, and that comes well, that team suffering in confidence Fulham you know they've yeah. not had a they've been playing well um, they were really nervous about the game before judging by the view from and stuff and they breezed it and and, and again it was another post-match view from where they were saying almost they felt sorry for us it were almost like I mean I, I was quite interested actually because I thought normally when you get comprehensively beaten and it was a comprehensive defeat um, you'll get the away fans you know we were brilliant today and, we, and you think well we were but actually they were saying you know, we how much can we read into this because they were that bad, and that's mm-hmm. that's the third time in a row where that's happened. Yeah, indeed, they uh, they had twenty shots overall. We had five, sixty percent of the ball. They outfought us as well. They won more duels on the ground in the air overall. They had more interceptions, more tackles. Like there was no redeeming feature about our performance on Saturday. I thought like just it was just anything positive that I could have pulled out of it, and that's. That's ultimately why I found it probably even more dispiriting than the Newcastle in some ways. Um, this Basham injury was a, a, a shocker, and I've, I've not um, I've not exposed myself to any footage of it. I mean, just obviously we were at the absolute 
furthest point away from it in the ground and yeah. it was pretty... I think you called it straight away I think you called it straight away said he's, he's off as soon as he went down I would obviously didn't realise just how bad it was I've seen some pictures obviously on the way back on the coach and stuff and mm. yeah I hadn't seen any videos I don't really want to to be completely honest and I mean I don't want to do the obituary for him just yet because it seems a bit harsh you know he's not retired yet or anything but mm. it could be the last time you see him couldn't it and then if, if, if that is the we'll obviously do a a tribute episode to him because he deserves it. I don't really want to talk about his career just yet, if you know what I mean, because there is still that chance he might come back. Yeah, such an unfortunate injury. I think, like, as I say, I've not watched it back. I've no interest in doing it. But from memory, it's just just sort of stretching to cross the ball on the wing. And, Mm. yeah, his his ankle just just completely goes. He's had, I think he had two operations last week, one to clear it up and one to basically, yeah, basically... Get it in a position to be fixed. Um, yeah, I think he's out of contract at the end of this season, isn't he, Basham? He's yeah, that's five, right, yeah. I believe. So, yeah, it's, 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 it may well be the last time we see him. And yeah, just, uh, I don't know, just a, a, another sort of uh, black mark on this season so far. It's really not been a good time, has it? You know what? The, the positive I'll say about it is if it is the end for him, it went overlapping <laughs> down the. Down the right hand side, and that's a very much straw clutching and small mercies. But I did quite sort of find some sort of comfort in that the way that he went was classic Basham, you know. Yeah. And he's probably best off out of it this season anyway, <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Yeah, for his own, like I said. But um, yeah, really, really sad. And obviously, on the back of Eagle, we're really short of defence now. We've got three fit defenders, and I don't know what we do. I really, really don't know what we do. No, me neither. Um, I mean, yeah. The defence at least picks itself, <laughs> unless you want to change it. Um, unless you want to change formation, that is. Uh, Austin Trusty gets his, I think it's his first start, right? Yeah, he came off on for Yeah, Egan I think we're all right. I think it was, was all right. Arguably the best player just on the basis that he wasn't awful. I guess so, yeah. I don't know. There was a lot of... I, I think I'm... I don't know. I, I feel like I'm slightly more down on his performance than what I've seen from most people. Um, mm. Just... I don't know. I thought he was quite quite rushed when he got the ball back, like the few times yeah. that he did actually win possession. But yeah, he, yeah. he defended okay, I guess. Armand <laughs> Odzic was really just pushed around again. I mean, he, he obviously yeah. played two positions because he moved over to the right when Basham went off. But and there was one in the well, there's two in the first half actually. One where he gets sort of levered off it by I think it's Vinicius, their striker. Mm. And it's that one that um, I can't remember who ends up putting it over for Fulham, but it's. It just like falls over as he's clearing across. Do you know what I mean? And he just like slices yeah, it yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. about ten yards out. And I think I mean, the worst moment for me was Vinny Souza's turn, and he just reminded me. And I, I said this last week, I think. And I don't. This sounds like I'm being, you know, completely going over the top and just sort of trying to get clicks and stuff. But it does remind me, in a way, of a better Dean Hammond, in the sense that I remember watching Dean Hammond thinking, "This guy is so so slow." He can't keep up the play. And I'm getting that with Sousa in the it's early days, and I'm not slagging him off, and I thought he had a good start to his career. But these last two or three games from him, I, I, I've really sort of been quite surprised at just how bad he's been. I'm not seeing with it with him at all. Um, I mean, he's, a, he's a, a pure defensive midfielder in statistically the worst defence in, I think, the, the top five leagues in Europe. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, he just... I don't know. He, I mean, we knew that it, in in his like defence, yeah. I think he has been exactly as advertised. Like, yeah, we true. knew yeah. when we when he signed, is he's, he's a big unit. 
He wins a lot of tackles, makes a lot of interceptions and blocks and whatever. Is is next to non-existent with the ball. Like he's just a mm. substandard passer. Doesn't dribble. Doesn't shoot. Doesn't cross. You know, never scores. Never gets into the final third even. And that's that's basically what he is for us. But unfortunately, as I, I can't, I don't want to pat myself on the back here. I'm, I'm not. I'm not happy about this. But as I said at the time, I was like. Is this the kind of midfielder we need right now? You know, yeah. I, I just don't. I don't get it. It just feels like I don't yeah, know. It's, it's, it's like fucking, putting a. It's like your legs been chopped off and you're putting a plaster over it. You know, like great, we've got a defensive yeah. midfielder, but unfortunately, there's holes everywhere, and other teams don't yeah. have to worry about us. Yeah, and I'm really sort of. I'm trying to be careful, not like sort of you know pat ourselves on the back and stuff, but. There's a few things that have happened that, that I thought would happen. I'm not surprised by what's happening with this season. I, I was surprised earlier in the season, before the season started, when we got we got a bit of kickback and and you know absolutely, you know, fine people having their opinions. I, I'm and it's not over. I've been wrong before. You know, I, I wrote, wrote this team off when Slav got sacked, and I said no way anyone's going to turn this team around. the done. You know, we need a we need a shake up. And they came back into the playoffs. I am wrong a lot. But in this, I, I was really confused before the season when people were really bigging up the likes of Souza and even Traore and people like that and saying these signings are, because I didn't see it and that's why I was so negative and you were probably the same so negative on that opening pod that we did the the, the preview pod because mm. everything that I thought were going to happen has happened but worse if you know what I mean <laughs> and this is where I think there is an argument to say I still you know I don't think Saka Neckinbottom is going to do anything but I do think although I do think we're in the by comfortably in the three worst teams in the league, I do think we're playing worse than we actually are, and I, and I think that is, I think both can be true. Yeah. I can understand why people want Eckingbottom out because we're still, even though we're way short, that we're still not getting the best out of this bunch, and the best out of this bunch might be losing two one rather than three one. But the facts are, we're getting hammered in every game at the moment. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that is the logic to change manager. I think is if you. Yeah, if you just think that baseline needs to be at least slightly higher. Um, what were we saying there? Someone Souza, flagging Souza off. Yeah, who else I just flag off next? Thomas, he was rubbish as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it, I mean Larouche was the one like, bright spot I think out yeah. of everybody, and that's and it's bright is is doing some heavy lifting there um yeah yeah he do you know what we're really annoying and you pick this up again at the game is that every single time we, we went forward and we ba- barely had anyone in in their box until McAtee came on i thought McAtee were all right actually in, in, in bits and pieces when he yeah. came on but um there were no one but every single time their goalkeeper got the ball they were clean through <laughs> they were just a simple throw out two passes later and you're like how 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 have, we've got no one up front but no one indeed where is everybody yeah well, I think it's, it's yeah, it's, it's it's a lack of athleticism in spots. Well, yeah, Susan Norwood basically they they just can't compete athletically with you know even a low end Premier League midfield. And I mean, we saw that from the first goal, didn't we? So, you know, we we kind of pushed up a little. I think we had a throw in, so pushed um, yeah, you know, yeah. pushed some people forward, and they one nice bit of football. You know, uh, very similar to the the opening goal by West Ham, just like three pretty simple passes that. You know, it looks like a nice goal if you're the team that's pulled it off, but defensively, you're just like, well, that was really easy. And yeah, mm-hmm. one one good through ball by Pereira, and uh, yeah, everyone's charging back. Souza, Thomas, Norwood, just all all trying to catch up with uh, Deckard over Reed, and he finishes. And yeah, I just I thought that was game up to be honest. And uh, yeah, I did yeah, same. 
we we obviously <laughs> roll the dice a little bit, bring on um, Larushi for Thomas and Makati for Hamer. And uh, a couple mm. of minutes later, Anthony Robinson, a former Blades target, or very nearly a Blades signing, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. made the correct decision joining Fulham for, <laughs> for much more money than, uh, than we yeah. were going to pay him, I think. Uh, yeah, LaRouche gets into the box, puts in a decent cross, and Robinson, for some reason, just shins it into his own net. I don't know why uh, why he particularly did us a favour there, but um, yeah, like you, I, I found it quite hard to celebrate this goal because it felt so undeserved and I was so confident we were still going to lose. I was really confused by Eckingbottom's after the match comments where he said that yeah, after that's, that... That's slightly troubling as well. Yeah, when he said after that we were on top and we were put... I didn't see that at all. At all. Like I thought that get, that goal came completely out of the blue. Completely against the run of play. Bit of a fluky goal. Terrible defending from, from Robinson. And then nothing. All right, their, their, sec- their second goal was an absolute fluke. That's that's fair enough to say. But it's not like we were like, oh, we were just getting back into this game and getting a, you know, getting a foothold in it. We, it. We just came out of nothing, and it was pretty obvious. So it seemed pretty obvious that they were just going to go on to win anyway. Yeah, we had one shot after the goal, like in the <clears throat> yeah. ensuing whatever thirty-four minutes or thirty-five minutes, whatever many it was with them. Uh, not that many, sorry, twenty-five minutes with injury time. Yeah, that's and that was like a McBurney header from miles out, basically from a from yeah, a free kick. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. we were not in this game at all. And uh, yeah, so the the second goal for Fulham, it was you know both massively deserved and as you say, an insane fluke. Like I couldn't believe this mm-hmm. when I watched this back. It's like, all right, they yeah. deserve to beat us, but how on earth did this go in? I that was so bizarre watching it. I, I actually thought Wesley made a big mistake at first. I thought, how was he getting beat from there? And Maybe you could say it is still a mistake, but you know that it's just just a fluke goal. But like I say, it's not one of those where I'm saying if that hadn't, that hadn't gone in, you know, that yeah, that yeah. changed the game or anything. I just this is why it's the more more depressing one out of the out of the season because, like you say, it's one of the few games away from home that you think you probably got a chance of getting something. You should should be able to compete at least, and we didn't even compete. We were nowhere near them, and I didn't go. I didn't see the West Ham game, so obviously away, but. It seems very similar to that game. If West Ham had stepped it up, that could have been five or six. And following on from the Newcastle one, I don't know if the eight nils just completely ruined. You know, I imagine the confidence has taken a massive knock. But I, I think it is bordering. And again, I don't want to be massively over the top here and sound like I'm on talk sport. But I do think that the performances at the moment are bordering and unacceptable. Mm. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that is a fair comment. Um... Yeah, this goal comes about because Archer decides it's a good idea to dribble towards three defenders inside his own half. So bizarre. So oh, bizarre. Good yeah. I mean, obviously, the way it ends up in the back of the net is also bizarre, but just such a bad decision. Um, yeah, he does that. Kearney... So I thought in, in real time that Kearney's just lobbed Wes. Like, he's seen Wes off his line. Yeah, I did. And just yeah, yeah. Philippe Albert him, basically. You know, just a, a fantastic bit of play. But actually... He falls over, Craney. Yeah. I don't think he gets so much power behind it. He seems to, like, kick the ball with his stand... No, not even his standing foot. Like, both feet together because he's fallen over. Yeah. It it loops up. This is from 25 yards, if anyone's not seen it. Loops up, hits the crossbar, and uh, deflects in off Fodringham for, yeah, probably one of the weirdest goals you'll see in any game this season. But, um, yeah, still... Pretty deserved, I suppose. And then the third one is just uh, just meh. You know, they just they react. It's bizarre. I didn't realise how late the third one were until like I looked back. I thought ninety second minute that. that I, mm. but, and that's because I wasn't watching the clock. 
because we weren't creating yeah. anything normally. When someone sees the night, you're really aware of the time. If you're thinking like, oh, "I've got a minute to get a goal back," and all that, you know, time's running out. I thought that were about, I don't know, about eighty-five minutes. <laughs> you know, at the time, we were only after. I thought, oh, ninety-second minute, that right? Fair enough, because we just weren't in the game, so I wasn't clock watching. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, again, why lack of sort of trying to change things? I mean, you know, Brewster for Archer is a. Just a to- is a total straight swap, and that's that's not yeah. going to change the flow of the game. And this um, is when it was two one, so you, you can't say you're just giving him minutes. You know, this yeah. th- that was just a straight. Let's, or the let's put it, or the, like let's keep it at one all. Let's let's protect what we yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was no plan or anything, and this is what has been worrying in the last three. I always thought it was going to be difficult because you, as I, I, I keep saying, you're trying to build a team on the go in the hardest league in the world. It's going to be difficult for even the best sides to do that. Um, and we're not one of the best sides and we haven't spent anywhere near enough money to be really competitive, seriously. And But we're in game eight now and I've still absolutely no idea what kind of team we are. I've absolutely no idea what the plan is. I understand that we can't compete, you know, player for player. But I, I mean, I think I said to you halfway through the game, it doesn't even look like a championship versus Premier League. It looks like lower league, low, lower table championship against mid-table Premier League. We're not even looking like a good championship team. There's no plan, there's no structure. We're poor defensively, we don't create anything. And then it feels slow, like, so all, you know, there's nothing there at all. I still can't believe we sold our best player just before the start of the season. I don't. That's, that's not, not now, Ben. That's, it's that's all, that, it's that. all that was running through my head as I was I walked back to the yeah. uh, back to the tube with uh, Travelling Blade and I was just like... Mm-hmm. Who sells their best player immediately after Kim from Owen? I don't know why it was just all that could run through my head. I was like, we, I think we were saying, you know, if we if we had Berger and, and Jai, we might have won that game. Or at... we might have still gone down with Endai and Berger, and then we end of the season losing them for nothing. I get that, I totally understand that. Long term, it may still be one of the best decisions the clubs made because we might have gone down. If we'd have kept them both, gone down, losing for nothing, you know, we're in, we're having to sell loads of other players, but. Right now, in terms of the Premier League, nobody... I don't think anyone will ever be able to tell me that we took survival seriously by selling those players so close to the window. I don't know. You know, people asking for transfers and stuff like that. You need to sort your team out before you sell your players. That's what a a good team does. They don't just say, well, that's it. He wants to go. See you later. We'll we'll get someone in in a couple of weeks, which is what we did. Mm. You know, we got Archer in three, four games into the season. And I don't want to go over it all again. I know people are people are arguing all the time, obviously, on Twitter about all this sort of stuff. And it's always going to happen because we're playing rubbish. And that's what happens when you're playing rubbish. Fans argue because everyone thinks they've got the answer. But for me, the season was, we pretty much were sort of waving the white flag when we saw those those two so close to the start of the season with no replacements. Aye, indeed. Uh, so, yeah, William seals it with a... You know, I think I think it's trusty. Sort of half clears it, and he's the first one to react. It's a mm. decent low shot, and probably the I, I can't really put any blame on Fodring for the second goal. This is probably the only thing he's done wrong for a, a well, not done wrong, but you know could have potentially yeah, yeah. gets a gets a good hand on it, but it just squirms into the net. But uh, as you as you alluded to, sort of kind of an immaterial third goal really because we mm. we never remotely look like getting back into it um john fleck was on the bench which was nice and then he goes and gets himself sent off in the under 20 under it's all just gone wrong on it i mean like sort of so after this game obviously if we'd have been recording him under like we were supposed to we'd have just said well fleck's back you know that's not too bad let's we'll see what's up with you. you don't know where tom davis were mm. and then since then 
Flexed out for three games. She got sent off in the reserves. Egan looks like he's going to be out for most of the season. And Tom Davis is out for four to five months. Yeah. And the women's team just seems to have blown up in smoke as well. Whatever is happening there as well. So it's not been a great, great couple of weeks, has it? Real? <laughs> not really. No. Um. Is that uh? Is, is that definite with Fleck? Do you know? I don't know if the red card counts. I think I think it counts in all competitions. I'm not I think completely it does, sure because it's a straight it, but... red. I think if it's maybe if it's a yellow card suspension, then yeah, as in two yellows. But I think because it's a a violent conduct, I thought it applied as well. Like the same way it would if it was yeah. a friendly. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think it does. Yeah, we, I mean it's we, not we, really a big difference, is it? No, no, but, it's yeah. not, you know it's always nice to have another player available. Especially, yeah, especially get him as... in centre half. Like we need free sort at centre half. I put Sousa there. I think he's played there before. Might be better for him. Yeah, I mean, that's, even non-ironically, it, it might not be the worst position. It's just um, who else has played midfield, I suppose. What's, what's Slimani up to? Is he is he going to get a game at some point? I keep seeing you know all these teams and formation changes and stuff like that, and I get it. I really, really get it. It's not I'm not not going to go at anyone for, for doing that because you do. You try and find you know what is. I'm waving the white flag. I've got no, I've got no answers for you. At least these people are trying. Like, well, maybe if we try this here and try this here and stuff like that. I just, I just think, I just think it's, I just think the players are nowhere near good enough, especially now where the injuries have got up to eleven players out. I think it is. No. Um, yeah, and you look, know, I understand people. We, we probably should try something different because we're getting absolutely hammered every week. I'm all for it. I just don't think it'll make that much difference. Yeah, but I suppose uh, at least it gives, gives, gives you something to talk about, doesn't it, if we do something a bit different? Yeah. <laughs> so well, no, we we'll... did it under Wilder where we just kept the same thing over and over and over and over again and we kept losing. Mm. And everyone, was, I think I were even one of them, just change it, just do something different, just let yeah. me know. You know, and I, and I am up for that. You know, if we line up with four at the back against Man United, at least I'll be going, oh, that's interesting. Mm. And that's that's that's, that's, that's my uh, that's where I'm at at the moment with United. Yeah. It's like, I'm just open for... So just to say, oh, yeah, it's quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, let's let's see this back four not work again. <laughs> yeah, let's do that again. Let's yeah, let's have uh, both uh, as a orthodox right back getting yeah. there. In, yeah. in all seriousness, though, that was that was kind of why one of the reasons we stopped talking about the games last last time was yeah, because it games. was just the same game over and over again. There was we we ran out of things to say as we lost a game with the same team and the same formation and the same match flow every single time so i will say the last three games this is worse than the wilder season in the terms of i I don't know i I don't think we put in three performances in a row under wilder that last season as we have in the last three Mm. i don't think we've got i don't think we've got absolutely hammered three games in a row i could be wrong i'm not you know it's not a season i've looked back on to be completely honest but um i I thought we lost most games narrowly um as we were at the beginning of the season I don't remember us having like twenty shots against us every no, game. No, I think I think, well, I think teams. Maybe I'm I'm like giving too much credit here, but um, I, I feel like teams just didn't try as hard because there was no fans there and they knew they didn't have I to. Think that's a, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas now it's like, you know, big crowds and stuff. Just like we let's just bury these. Like scoring goals in front of crowds is amazing. Let's just you know this yeah, is a chance yeah. to really rack them up. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I will say I had a very nice day at Fulham. Uh, yes. you know, despite the football, and uh, yeah, not to get all football friends and stuff, but it, it did sort of. Uh, this is why I've, I've, this is my like note of um, upbeatness as I was on the way home. I was like, if I'd not started doing the podcast, uh, I, I wouldn't have. You know, I think it's just uh, it's just opened up the potential to 
uh, meet people, I suppose, which is always always nice. Yeah. You know, people come to you and say hello. I think away days have been fantastic. This, like, I mean, I, I think on the first one this season, but I think the last couple have been fantastic. But just judging by what you obviously went to Tottenham, I think uh, obviously we speak to Travel and he's been to most of them, if not all this season. I think yeah, everyone's so. enjoying the days, which is what we said at the beginning of the season, that even yeah. if it's the, as bad as that Wilder season, at least we're there. And I think people are enjoying the days more than the match because it's almost like you get to the ground, you're like, here we go again. <laughs> like, yeah, a little now, bit. Now it starts, yeah. But obviously we're going to beer festival before Man United game. Um, and that's what I'm genuinely hardly thinking about the game. I'm thinking about, oh, that'll be good, going to this beer festival having a few drinks and stuff. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very similar. Um, but yeah, so I, it, it sort of hit me, uh, I think on, maybe on Sunday, I was like, if I, if I hadn't done the podcast... Like started doing it, I probably wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know Eggy. Wouldn't know like uh, Traveling Blade who were there. Wouldn't know obviously um, Dead Bat and Mark who who were not at this one. And then mm. people like uh, John and Ian who we saw as well from Four Blades. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. I'd have known uh, Sam from Den Blades who um, finally met in person this weekend at the match as well. Yeah. Uh, Trey the Blade we bumped into as we were yeah, into the yeah. match. Another person I probably wouldn't have uh, you know would just never have encountered. I guess so. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I met a couple of really nice people after as well, like on the coach. Went for a few pints uh, around Handsworth after, and everyone was like, "Yeah, really sound and stuff." And I think it's almost. I know this is getting a bit sort of. Uh, I don't know, try or whatever, but I do enjoy going to the games. It, it, it's not put me off going to United games whatsoever, but mm. it's just what's happening on the pitch is really... I think you've got to make the most of it as a day if you're going, because if you're just going to the game... I've got a mate who he just literally parks up and goes straight to the game and goes straight home, and I'm just like... I'm not saying everyone has to drink or anything like that, but just at least try to like, you know, make a day out of it, because on the pitch it's, it's really hard to get any enthusiasm in it at the moment. It is, and it's it's just Man United next. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. The rubbish, apparently. <laughs> they have been very mid-table, like as in, I think they are tenth, right? And yeah, know, pretty much, yeah, yeah. pretty much all the underlying numbers have them as like about the tenth best team. Um, More injuries than us as well. Have they really? Wow. Yeah. They got yeah. To... Apparently, the most injuries in the league have got thirteen now, but. You know, they've got a multi-million pound squad, they'll just have to bring Ericsson in or whatever. So. Yeah, I know, because I, I, enjoy, I really enjoyed watching Rashford for uh, for England last night, and this morning I suddenly thought, mm. oh, uh-oh, <laughs> he's going yeah. to probably yeah. Uh, yeah. He has only scored one goal this season, Rashford, but it's on um, it's on 2.8 XG, so he's 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 due. Um, and yeah, I'm sure I fancy filling his boots, but... Uh, yeah, this is going to be uh, a real, real challenge. I, I don't know. I, I, I sort of, I think before the Fulham game, I, I kind of wanted to play Man United. I was like, let's, let's get into him, and then that Fulham yeah, game yeah. really, really has scarred me a little bit. Um, I'm just looking, by the way, the, the players that they brought on for all their injury crisis mm-hmm. uh, against Brentford last game: Anthony, Eriksson, uh, Ganacho, and Martial. And oh, and Scott McTominay was good too. So it's not a bad five players to bring on, is it? No, not really. Uh, presumably the return of Harry Maguire, which would be yes. nice. He'll score. Oh, no, get a bet on that. That's a bet, That's a bet to have this That's weekend. True. That, it? Could, that could pay for a, a beer festival. Is this the first time Harry Maguire has played at Bramall Lane in front of fans? Will he have... Uh, as in, no. Because he won't have played there for Leicester or Hull, will he, I don't think? No, but Man United that first season on the Wild Day were there. Yeah. Uh, next to Phil Jones, I'm almost certain he, we won't have crossed paths with Hull or, or Leicester when he was there. So, yeah, it'd be his first um, his first first game in front of a crowd, I guess, for a while. Unless I'm sure he played under the wild the first Wilder season. I could be you know, the three three. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, 
Yeah, I forgot there was people in the ground for that. Are you sure? Actually, Phil Jones played. I'm just having a look now. Sorry, I'm just getting it up. Bear with me. Uh, lineups, 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 lineups. Um, yeah, he did play. I thought I remember him. Oh. Yeah, him and Phil Jones and Lindelof at the back. I wish they had a Phil Jones playing from this time. Well, apparently, God, Johnny... that's a terrible Man United team. They talk about it now. They've got good. Phil Jones, Maguire, uh, Pierre, Fred, Williams, Brandon Williams, yeah, uh, Dan Jakes. Yeah, they brought uh, to, to well, what's his name? Twinze Bay, we were after on. Uh, Lingard came on for him and Mason Greenwood, so. Yeah, did Lingard score? Am I making that up? Yeah, he did score. Yeah, 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 yeah score. Anyway, uh, the current, the current uh, Manu 11 is significantly better than that one. And uh, as is probably significantly worse, so I don't know. Not yeah. not a ton of optimism from me, unfortunately. Um, one, I guess, one thing you could point to and go, oh, maybe that'll help us. We've just had an international break in which very few of our uh, internationals are meaningful players for us. I think, unless I'm, yeah. unless I'm missing someone, so we've had... they're all injured, aren't they? So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> the best ones are injured. So, the best yeah. ones are injured, but basically. Our strongest eleven, if you want to call it that, or something close to that, has all stayed in Sheffield. It's it's not even like they've they've gone they've they've not played much. You know they've only been on the bench for their countries or whatever. They've they've presumably stayed in Sheffield, and hopefully that's two weeks well spent in terms of uh, defensive structure. We obviously know the situation with Egan and Basham. There's no, you know, we've known about that going into those two weeks. It's not like it's happened midway through, so. Heckingbottom's had two weeks to sort that out, essentially, you know, as best as we can in terms of this is the defence, this is how we're going to play. And yeah. hopefully going the other way as well. I mean, yeah, Archer's... Uh, I don't think Archer's in the under-21 squad, is he? I don't, believe I don't think so. Johnny McAtee, I think, in the yeah. England under-21. He certainly um, didn't play anyway, so... No, McBurney, obviously not. Hamer, Sousa, Norwood, obviously not. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of that defence has stayed here. Uh, Baldock, obviously, is coming back from injury. Hopefully he'll start. So it's... Our strongest team, our best team, has generally stayed at Shirecliff, and that might help us. Like how much it actually helps us is up for debate, I suppose. Um, Larouche made his Algeria debut uh, yeah. the other day as well, so that was that was nice to see. But he's obviously a, a fringe player at this stage. I'm sure Thomas yeah. will continue, even though I don't know. I'm not. I'm not overly impressed with him, to be honest. He, he looks like a championship backup to me, which is exactly what it is. Uh, what he is. It looks rather. as what the Leicester fans were saying on the View from, which is. Yeah, he's he's he doesn't really offer much going forward, and he looks a little bit weak the other way. And I have a terrible yeah, feeling I mean, in a in a couple of years that we will have conversations of like, do you remember when we signed a player on loan from who couldn't even get into a team in the championship, and that was like, I do uh, think, I do think now, especially especially if we all think of going forward at the back, you could maybe play Robinson as a left back or whatever. Hmm. It does seem like a complete waste of a loan. I understand why we did it because we had so many injuries down that side, but. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I don't know if it made made much difference bringing another midfielder in or whatever. But yeah, it does feel like a waste of loan right now. Hopefully, can prove it wrong though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, beer festival at least. <laughs> so it could be... Yeah, beer festival will be good at least. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it as uh, it could be a good day with some rubbish football at the end, or it could be a fantastic day. That could be an amazing day. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've only got Arsenal away after that as well. So nice two easy games coming up. Yeah, and then what is it? Is it Wolves at home after that? Yeah, Wolves at home, which is the... I think a lot of people almost half-mockingly at the beginning of the season saying that'll be our first win, that Wolves at home. Can't see a win. And it's looking like that might... And Wolves are not doing bad, are they? I was going to say this, like, fingers crossed that Wolves will be our first win. 
Yeah, I don't think it's certainly not set in stone. We might be waiting until Boxing Day, like for Luton, and even them, you know, they're they're playing better than us. I mean, the XG tables that are coming out are horrific, aren't they? <laughs> That's not uh, I, mean, we are, I think it's. I think we are the worst XG against in Europe. Yeah, uh, in the major leagues. Yeah, yeah. I Which mean, is... you know, whether you maybe you listen to this and you don't care about expected goals at all, but basically, yeah. it, just, it just backs up what you're seeing with yeah. your eyes. <laughs> we're playing yeah. at the minute um, in Europe. That's that's oh, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, but I suppose when you lose eight 0 that's going to might make a, a bit a big yeah big dent in that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Uh, although yeah, other teams have also put up quite annoyingly high xG against us as well. Um, well. What do you want to see out of this game on Saturday, mate? Like, you know, realistically, what's... Genuinely, look, I I don't think we've been getting the best out of this team at all in Mm. the past few weeks. I think we're not good enough, in my opinion, to be be in the league. I hope and prove wrong. I've been wrong before. I hope they turn it around and stuff. But I just want to see the players play at least to their potential, which I don't think we're getting. I don't think any of them can look in the mirror after the Fulham game and say, yeah, that's as be- as good as I can do. Mm. And I want to see more than anything, more more than like performances or win or anything, I want to see a plan. I want to see what, what we're about, what we're trying to achieve, even if it's not coming off. Even if we decide to become a, a possession team, you know, Man City, we're passing it around at the back and we lose 7-0. At least I'll, I want to see something that you have an idea of. You know, we have an idea as a, as a team of having some sort of identity because... Whatever you think of Luton, and people keep saying, you know, Luton, oh, yeah, we should be able to compete with Luton. They've only spent the same as us, and they're, you know, not as good. But they have a style of play. We watched them against Tottenham before the Fulham game. They weren't very good, but you can see what they want to do. They, they, they're quick, they get it forward quick, and they're physical, and they play for set pieces and things like that. We're nothing at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I want to see, I think you used the phrase, didn't lay a glove on them earlier about Fulham yeah. uh, I, I do want to see us lay a glove on Man United and I, I mean not not totally literally but in, in the in the sense of a physicalness I want us to you know this is going to be a Saturday night game under the lights uh, as, as we're alluding to people uh, you know may, may have maybe well lubricated in advance of it it's obviously one of the the, mo- the biggest most historical names in the Premier League coming to Bramall Lane Get into them, Blades. Like, don't, I'm not saying go out there and hurt someone and don't get sent off or out like that. But you know, can Jack Robinson like boot someone up in the air? Can you know Souza knock someone off the ball? Can we, you know, can we make a in the first 20 minutes? Can we make a Manu player be moaning like um, Perisic was for um, Spurs in yes. the cup last yeah. season? Yeah, like can yeah, we make it like that? We barely created anything against Spurs. I know that were sort of second string Spurs, and we were second string as well, but. I couldn't fault that performance, even if it have lost one nil. You know, we the energy and the aggression and everything then that we we massively seem to have lost that. Yeah, give me that, and I'll be all right with you know whatever scoreline ends up again because obviously we are going to be heavy underdogs in this one. Um, I mean, look, I, I, I give the players a clap at full time against Fulham. I don't say that to be a you know I'm a big blade or anything. I just I, I sort of think like, well, you're just not good enough. Like, I can't, I can't quite blame you for that. I mean, but at the same time, you know, when you after leaving the ground and a few days later or a week and or so later, now you sort of think, well, maybe we can just play a bit, a bit harder. You know, like, yeah. can, can you just, yeah. can you just? Oh, it's, it's reductive to say, can you just try harder? But yeah, can you just leave and one in a little where... bit or something? Give me something to cling on to here because there is a talent deficiency. 
I don't want to see an effort deficiency either. Yeah, this is the thing, like I say, with Luton are a really good example of thing. And look, we might finish above Luton, it's still really early. They've only got three points themselves, four, whatever it three is it, whatever it is. So, you know, I'm not like holding them up as this like beacon of light that we should be aiming to do. But they they're probably getting the best what they can out of those players and we're definitely not. Yeah. Even with like the injuries and stuff like that. And this is where I do think there is this is where I do have sympathy, should I say, for the for the people who would who would think we should have a change. I'm still not there yet, still not for me, but I I do think there's becoming more merit in that argument just due to the performances rather than the results. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah, well, looking forward to the day anyway. And uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I, I did sort of fancy us getting some out of Man United before the Fulham game. Um, yeah. And now I just don't. That's just, just sapped. Sapped any hope from me, unfortunately. But let's let's hope I'm wrong. I, I don't know. I, I know you, uh, I meant to say this earlier, but like I feel like last season, quite early on, I had quite a good handle on how the season was going. Like I was, I think from like, November at the latest, I, I was pretty confident we were going to get promoted because I thought we were one of the you know best two teams in the in the league. Whereas this season, basically from the summer before we'd even played any games, mm. I was on red alert that we were probably the worst team in the league. And um, yeah, I, I haven't seen anything that's changed my mind. And as I said at the top, this game made me think you know if there was twenty one places, we'd probably be twenty first. I don't, I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's just, well, like uh, I said in, in that particular game uh, you know like I said I don't even think we're looking like a good championship team at the moment which is this is what I mean by unacceptable we should be looking better we should be looking better than Preston with the players that we've got out and I think Preston are probably give full more of a game so just an example of Preston just the most mid-table team I could think of mm. in the history of the universe um, but yeah I, I just I think Preston would, would give Fulham a better game I think they're at least being solid yeah that's how I, I hope Bulldogs back as well I know I said this last time and it's Again, it probably doesn't shift the needle that much, but I'd feel a lot better knowing we have George Baldock to uh, at least cover us a bit defensively, considering we're so uh, just down so many people now from our ideal ideal back three, back five, I suppose. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's probably all, all I've got to say, mate, about that one. Anything? Did you have anything else about Fulham particularly or about Man United you want to chuck in? No, not really. No, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of. It's been weird. What it's normally with international breaks, you can't wait, can you, to get the? And I'm looking forward to, I'd say, the day and stuff. But I've actually fairly enjoyed doing other stuff this week, like without <laughs> without United being in the way. Um, but um, I just want something to give me some sort of hope. It, it doesn't even need to be hope for staying up, but some sort of hope that we can at least bloody a few noses and, and yeah. even if we go down, make a make a make a dent in other people's seasons. You know what I mean? And. and and ruin a few other people's seasons and things like that. <laughs> I like, like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, if, if we're going to go down, I'd like to, you know, beat Everton or Forest or someone I don't like just to, like, make them sweat a little bit at least. And yeah. at the moment, I just I just don't see where that win's coming from. Yeah. Uh, law of averages, you'd think it probably will arrive at some point, but uh, it's, it's an ask to expect it in the next two games, I think. You never know. We, we, might, we might get surprised. But, yeah, like you, I, I kind of... Uh, enjoyed the international break in terms of like we didn't have another loss <laughs> to sort of mess up the weekend. Although uh, I went to watch Sheffield United women full of uh, full of hope on Sunday and they lost four 0 yeah. so that, that um, and were completely outplayed, uh, much like uh, United's <laughs> men's team. Um, so they're like my last two trips to Bramall Lane. I've seen a combined twelve nil defeat, which is 
not ideal at all. So it does seem a while since that Newcastle game. I have to admit, you know, it, I'm not. It feels like I've been a long time since I've been to Bromley. Line. About I've a month, to... right? Because we had those two away games and an international break. Yeah, yeah, it will be about a month. And I'm, I'm not you know, googling Sheffield United nil Newcastle eight to determine. No, what, what yeah. day was. I, I think it keeps coming up on my on my Twitter feed. The Athletic. Yeah, I've, I've, <laughs> I've actually had to block the Athletic yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I've so I'm like, it, can yeah. you stop doing this? I don't want to keep seeing the Bramall Lane end scoreboard that says eight yeah. nil. Like I know that the it's article is not YouTube as well. On YouTube recommendations, it's like a Newcastle vlog and it keeps coming up. Historic like, hammering. You can put don't want to see this video again and it just keeps coming back. It's just like you can't get rid of it. So like yeah. I don't I don't sort your algorithms that. out. Maybe five like... years but I'm over it. I'll I'll watch I'll watch some of these videos back and see how bad it was, but I don't think I will. <laughs> do you want to uh, do you want to plug your stuff before we finish off? You've been you've had it's been a, a maidly a flood on my uh, flood of maidly yeah. podcast feed. Uh, so we did maidly did the uh, meets the squatters a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think that we think that we released that. Yeah, just I think that was the last pod. Yeah, we 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 went on a we went to Chapel St Leonard's on a maidly road show. Liam and myself and we recorded ourselves and we've got two of those episodes coming out. One's out already. Um, and another one is uh, should be out this week, I think. And I think that's just mostly us doing karaoke. So that I'm dreading to see how bad that'll be. We'd had a we'd had a, we'd had a few drinks, obviously, and um, yeah, and we've just recorded a Mike Parry special. So yeah, it's, oh. all, it's all go. Yeah, Very nice. so it's all it's all going in Maidley headquarters, and I'll have a view, pretty much view from Man United out. Um, I normally do some loan views and international views uh, when I'm the uh, international breaks, but obviously I've not been that well, and I just couldn't be bothered to be completely honest. So pretty much view should be out uh, Friday morning as per. Mm. Well, one person you would have been getting a loan view on was uh, Louis Marsh, who also suffered uh, what looks like a really bad injury yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, I think obviously it just adds to the catalogue of United players getting serious injuries, but hopefully it's not too bad for him. And, um, yeah. yeah, he's back on the pitch soon. Uh, what have I been up to? I have just published this morning the latest Women of Steel, which even though yeah. talking about a 4-0 home defeat, I hope people enjoy it. I'd sort of... Try to try to add a little bit of um, analysis about what United could have done better, but uh, overall, I don't know. I found it quite an interesting um, experience watching that one because Birmingham City, who, who were the opponents, they they've been in the WSL for year for quite a long time, um, and they got relegated in twenty twenty two, and then they almost got promoted again last year. So it was it was quite a contrast between a team that's obviously been. Uh, functioning at an elite level for quite a yeah. long time, and United have only just changed to a full time model. And yeah, you, you could see there was there was quite a disparity in um, technique and athleticism, and just just everything really, everything you want to have a football team. Which is yeah, it was baffling that they've been they've been so poor to start this season. But that's um, yeah, two two impressive away wins in a row for Birmingham. So. Yeah. They're probably going to shoot up the league, and yeah, just sort of underlined how United women they've got a they've got a little way to go, I think, before they they're really competing at the top of this league. But hopefully, it'll come together over the rest of the season. Um, that is womenofsteel.substack.com. If anyone wants to go and read that, uh, have you listened to this Oliver Norwood podcast? I've I've got it downloaded. I have, yeah, really good actually. Really, I mean, I think they asked him three questions, and he just talks to the rest of it. I mean, you know, I thought I could talk for England, but <laughs> and butted and things like that. But he's just he's just on it. He's like a I don't know, he's like a rapper. He's just like oh, non-stop, really? no. Uh, yeah, he just talks brilliant loads of anecdotes and stuff. I found it really interesting. And then, you know, it, it, he admits himself in the podcast that he divides opinion. I'm not entirely sure why, 
I think this is probably a level too high for him, personally. But he's been a fantastic player for us. So, mm. yeah, I thought that was a fantastic podcast, that, uh, the Norwood one. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's the United's official one of our own. I've got it. I've got it queued up here. I'll probably uh, probably stick that on before the weekend. Actually, and have a have a listen to that. Um, nice one, mate. Well, we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, so yeah, living with Maidley is your uh, your irreverent podcast. Is that a, is that fair? I'll take it. Yeah, it's been called worse. So yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at the description of it this morning. Actually, I think the most was it the most recent one. Uh, if if listening to meaningless chat is your thing. Then the mm. Living with Maidley Roadshow is the perfect destination. I thought that was a, a lovely summation of your your and Liam's efforts. Um, yeah. Roy's view from dot com for all the latest view from opposition fans, obviously. And uh, yeah, you can follow yourself at Panchero and me at Bladespod on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I'll see you at uh, the beer festival, mate. And uh, if anyone else is you know around there, if anyone wants to say hello, please do so. And uh, yeah, well, I'll see you there. I'm looking forward to it, mate. Yep, same, same, mate. Look forward to it. I'll see you then. Nice one. Cheers.